You can listen to the greatest sermons, hear the greatest teachers, read the greatest books, and subscribe to all the greatest posts, but you aren't actually destined to grow in Christ. Studying the Bible isn't enough. It's time to go the second mile and working toward biblical application over information. Hey, this is Travis Agnew, and thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where you seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him the second mile. We don't want to do just the bare minimum as we follow Jesus. We want to go in as close as we can uh, because he is worth every step of the way. So we are looking uh, for these few months and looking at some values of small groups within your church so that you can really go the second mile as it relates to being a church. Because regardless of how big your church membership is or how many people come to worship, in reality, the way that you experience your uh, your church is the way that you process truth within the light of smaller groups of people. Whether you call those small groups, gospel groups, Sunday school classes, whatever they're called, uh, hopefully you are connected in relationships with people that are helping you continue to grow in obedience to Christ. And if you're not, I'm just going to suggest that that may be the missing element in your life that has caused you to feel kind of stagnant spiritually is that you don't have those people that are encouraging you to grow in Christ on the regular. And so we've been talking about some things that are very important for you as you look through um, just the opportunity to grow in Christ. And and so with it, we've been looking at some different values. First off, we looked at authority, and that is the authority of God's Word, is that if you're going to get a a small group together, it needs to be more than man's opinion. It needs to be built around God's Word. The second value is maturity, and that maturity comes down to your leaders in your group need to be people who are not perfect, but they are making progress. They are growing in Christ. They set the bar in a good, healthy place for you to follow their lead. The third value that we looked at was that of authenticity, that if we really want a group to grow, you need to make sure that you're being genuine with one another and that you're willing to know others and also be known by others. For uh, these next three podcast episodes, I want to talk about a uh, element of value that's so important for your small group, and that is the element of accountability. And this one is very difficult because it's one of those things where you go, okay, I'm, I'm getting ready to hit the door if someone's going to try to keep me accountable for who I need to be. But in reality, this is so very important. And that's why we're going to talk about studying the Bible isn't enough. Because just because you have biblical information does not mean that you necessarily have biblical application. And a lot of people have a lot of biblical knowledge out there, but it really has never changed their life. And that's what we've got to get down to is accountability within your small groups. So in this context of thinking about accountability within your small groups, I would say a first-mile believer, those who do just the bare minimum, uh, they might know biblical information. And folks, that's that's where it's got to start. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, right? But if you look through the pages of Scripture, one thing that you see in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you see through, through people like Moses and Joshua, you see it through Jesus and Paul, there's constantly this warning about that just because you have biblical information doesn't mean that you're living godly. So first 
first mile believers are completely fine and kind of satisfied to say, I have biblical information. But if you get down to it, the second milers, what makes them different is it's not just about biblical information. It's about biblical application. That's the difference here. So it's more than just about knowing the truth of something. It's what are you going to do with that truth? What are you willing to do in light of that information? And that's why accountability is so important as it comes down to it. Folks, if all you're doing is just having a really good Bible study, and there's a lot of people who I know, they are Bible study connoisseurs, right? They have gone through every workbook. They've gone through every study. They've got every certificate. They listen to sermon podcasts. That They're so knowledgeable on so many things on Scripture. But I also know that some of the most the people who know the Word the most, uh, sometimes it doesn't always automatically equate to godliness. And now, how can that be? Well, just in, in a simple way, um, does Satan know the Word? Well, the answer is yes. Even when he was tempting Jesus, he starts quoting verses from Psalm chapter 91. I don't know when the last time you did that was, but it's showing us that Satan knows the Word, but it doesn't necessarily transform him, right? There are people who are academically, they know the word very well. And in fact, they are professors and trying to get students to completely discredit the scriptures. And so they know the word very well, but it isn't changing them. So biblical information is not enough. Biblical application is key for us as we go forward. And so one of the things that we really get into, especially these days, is that you can listen to any preacher in the world right now. Um, Even if, uh, whether you love your preacher or not, you can listen to any preacher in the world that you want to on any podcast, on YouTube, you can live stream them. There's not a, we're not starving for content out there, right? Um, you, you can get any Bible study in any type of format you want on your Kindle, in print. You can get it through um, podcasts, through articles, through posts, through blogs, you name it. The, the content is there. And in fact, anybody who can obviously can get on the internet can seem like that they're an expert in anything. I mean, my goodness, you're listening to my podcast, right? Anybody can get a microphone and record something and get it out there. So the information is out there for us. But folks, where we are having a drought in the church right now is not necessarily biblical information. It really comes down to biblical application. How many times are we walking through and saying, okay, well, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. So so if you think about it, right, that many of us know different things that we need to do in our life to make ourselves uh, in, in better shape. Or maybe we need to diet better. I have a friend who often says he is an expert in the information around Weight Watchers. He just has never applied it. And so you can have all the information about Weight Watchers. You can know what you're supposed to eat and what you're not supposed to eat and when you're supposed to eat it. You can know the process of how to count the calories. But if you fail to apply it, guess what? You're not getting healthier. You're just someone who knows the knowledge. You can know how to work the exercise equipment at the gym. That doesn't mean that you're actually toning your muscles. You can know principles about saving, but if you're not applying that and actually doing it, you're still in the financial trouble. But when it comes to the areas of the word, that's where it is. If you're trying to work out, you know one of the things that you might be missing? Do you have a workout partner? Do you have someone who's watching over in those finances or areas that you're trying to make a difference? Because most of the areas in our lives where we actually see significant change is when we have people that are walking alongside us and checking in on us on our good days and on our bad days. So that matter, no matter what's going on in our life, even on our weekdays, we have somebody who's saying, no, this is the commitment you made and I'm going to help you keep it.
You can go through scriptures and, and realize what it says about how we need to apply the word, right? That studying the Bible isn't enough. We need more than biblical information. We need biblical application. Let me give you one. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, he says, This book of the law um, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to, listen to this, do it. You need to apply it, is what he's saying. It's not just enough to meditate on it day and night and not actually accomplish anything in your life. You need to meditate on it day and night so that you may do it, for then you will your way, make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Ezra chapter 7, verse 10 said, He set his heart to study the law and then to do it. You just get it? He made up his mind, I'm going to study the law, but why am I going to study the law? I'm going to study the law so I can actually apply it. I'm going to apply God's word into my life. And then he said, I'm going to go and teach others to do the same. Luke chapter 6, verse 46, Jesus looked at a group of people and says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? And then he gives us this example about two men who are building their house, and both hear the instructions, but the difference here was that one built it on the sand and one built it on on solid ground. And when the storm hit both of those houses, one collapsed and one stood strong. And he said, Here's the difference. Both of these people heard my word, but only one of them applied it. And so this is where this is so important for us as believers. Jesus said that storms are going to come against every single one of us. And all of us have heard God's word. We just heard a few verses there from God's word. So it's not about you hearing the information. It's about what are you doing for the application. And so Jesus said, if everybody in this world is going to go through and they're building something and they're going to have storms come against them, and and the reason why your house may endure through the next storm that's coming your way is not because you knew something, but because you applied something. And this is where it's so apparent for me, is that most of us, what we need in life is that when we make a commitment to God, we also need to allow someone else to know it because even on our best days, we are weak, we are frail, we're tired, we're exhausted, we justify sin, we backtrack from our commitments. And this is why within your group, this is so necessary that studying the Bible isn't enough because if you want to move from biblical information to biblical application, you need some people in your life who know what you are promising God that you're trying to do. What are the changes that you're trying to make? Folks, if you're out there and you're dealing with some type of addiction, you might have enough willpower to make it on your own. But typically the people that I see recover from addiction are those that are in some type of program that, guess what, involve other people. There are many people that I know that struggle with looking at things on the internet that they should not look at. And they've made the commitments and they've cried and they've gotten frustrated, but they don't start seeing some change until someone helps keeping them accountable. I know people who really struggle deeply with anxiety and that worry can overwhelm their soul. And guess what happens? They feel bad and they begin to worry about their worry. They have anxiety about their anxiety. But when and only when they get real before the Lord and also real with someone else comes when you get down to the place where you can actually hold one another accountable. And it's not a bad word. It's a good word. So studying the Bible isn't enough because at some point you have to say, all right, As you're studying the word together, the next time you get together with your group, you're studying the word and you're doing these word studies and you're going back to the geography of it and what this original word meant, that's great. But at the end of it, there should come some point in your group to say, so what are we going to do about this? And are we at a place in our group that being that authenticity among each other that now we can keep one another accountable to what we say? So what are we going to do? What do you need to do? How do you need to apply it this week? How can I be praying? How can I be encouraging? How can I support you and you apply God's word? Folks, God's word is very evident. It's very clear for what we should do. 
And many of us know what we should do. That's not the issue anymore. It's not what we know, it's what we should do. We have to get down to application. I hope to see you on the second mile.